Welcome to Today on Broadway for Friday, July 28th, 2023. I'm Broadway Radio's Matt Tamanini. I'm Tell Me on a Sunday podcast, Grace Aki. Grace, you had a busy week without getting into any proprietary secrets. How was the first preview performance of The Shark is Broken? You know what I love, Matt? I love a fandom. I love a fan base. And when I get to see a fan base and film people and theater people freaking out about a thing that I enjoy, there is just no better feeling. I loved it. Um, the feeling was really, really awesome. Uh, the Shark is Broken social channels posted a video of like the crowd hype and like everyone that dressed up. And it's really, really fun. So you should check that out if you want to know more about how that first preview went. What was the main dress up costume? Who were they cosplaying? Were they cosplaying any of the three characters or like people in the show? Was it Bruce? Were they were they cosplaying Bruce? A lot of what people was- were Bruce. A lot of mm-hmm. people were in shark fin costumes and hats. The main thing that I saw was like tops like that were like Amity themed. So like things that were like Amity Island, um, greetings from Narragansett Beer Company, that type of thing. It was more so like merch from the IP of Jaws versus trying to be the movie. Love it. Oh, that's fantastic. I'm excited to see it. I'll be seeing it in a little uh, two-ish weeks. Um, I don't remember exactly which day, but in less than two weeks, I will be in New York City. You and I have some plans. I will be bringing you all of the details from my trip. That is one of the things that a lot of people have responded to in our survey, which you can find in the show notes for the next few days. Uh, It'll be open. If you want to have a voice in what we do here on Broadway Radio, let us know what you want to hear more of, what you want to hear less of, something that we've never done before that you would like to hear us do. Please let us know. Check that out. And of course, head over to patreon.com slash broadwayradio, broadwayradio.com slash patreon. All right, Grace, Thursday news dumps, a ton of them coming out. We had some really, really exciting news, and we will start off with one of the best living actors coming back to the Broadway stage. She has won an Emmy, a Golden Globe, and a SAG Award, and now Sarah Paulson will be returning to Broadway for the first time in over a decade. She will be leading Brandon Jacobs Jenkins' play Appropriate, which will play the Helen Hayes Theater thanks to Second Stage, beginning on November 28th. Lila Neugebauer will be directing the show, originally ran with Signature Theater back in 2014, uh, but it'll now be having its Broadway debut, and this is going to be Brandon Jacobs Jenkins' like official playwriting Broadway debut. He did get like his first official Broadway credit last year as he was contributing additional material to the skin of our teeth from Lincoln Center. But this will be his first playwriting credit on Broadway, which is absolutely bonkers to me. Sarah Paulson has not been on Broadway for quite a while. She was last on Broadway in, um, I believe the glass menagerie. She was also in collected stories off broad or on Broadway, which is one of my favorite shows. I love that show. Um, the last time she's been on a New York stage was at RTC's Tally's folly in 2013. Just crazy to think about somebody who I think of as a theater person, you know, first and foremost, who's just been doing TV and movies and not to spoil it, but she was in one of the most harrowing episodes of television from this season and potentially ever uh, just a few months ago. But Grace, Sarah Paulson, one of the best. It'll be great to see her back on Broadway and especially in something that you know is going to be incredibly meaty like any Brandon Jacobs Jenkins play. This is exactly this is exactly what we were talking about when we were talking about the ability for these TV and film actors to mm-hmm. do that project that they may have signed on for in different times, pandemic, et cetera, et cetera. Like we're now going to see an insane resurgence 
it, it, it's absolutely exciting. And Brandon, like, congratulations, like this is incredible. And, um, obviously I'm very, very thrilled to see whatever this production takes place. I, it's very interesting. I'm very nervous about the ripple effect into, cause mm-hmm. I know we're probably going to talk about it later into the show, um, about the off-Broadway community, which I'll highlight later, but just like knowing the resurgence of star castings that are going to be happening right now, which by the way, like most of these people have, theatrical chops like it's not like you know yeah they've got the bona fides yeah Yeah, exactly um but i think that it's just where we are going to see the ripple effect of the strike absolutely within our broadway community and it's already starting starting to take shape but i am excited about this production yeah i've been mentioning that since the very beginning that it's going to be great for audiences, probably good for the box offices which is always good for the entire industry but i do worry about does theater actor x get bumped from a potential lead role that they could have had because of a star or does, you know, do they get bumped down? Like a theater star gets bumped down from a lead to a featured, meaning the featured person gets out of the show. It it definitely has its ramifications. Look at someone like Aubrey Plaza, who has never been on stage before at all, not in a theatrical sense. And she's coming coming to an off-Broadway show this coming year as well. So there's a lot of other stars. Let's get into them. But I will say, um, we're at the point now and we already knew about appropriate coming, but I went through my list and I updated some things. There are eight houses that do not have a, a show for them in the fall. You know this much more than I do. You probably know things that I don't know and you cannot share. So I'm not asking that, but like there's eight houses with everything going on, both with the pipeline buildup from the past couple of years in the pandemic, all of these potential stars wanting to come to Broadway. Like how many of those do you think out of the eight will be filled and will it be all eight of them? God, that's, that's such a good question. I'm really unsure. It's very crazy to me that all of these things are kind of like jumping from one place to another. Um, I think we'll have to see. I don't think so. You don't think all eight will be filled. You think there will be some that'll stay open uh, during the holidays? Yeah, I do. Good to know. Good to know. All right, let's move on. We got some more Broadway casting news yesterday. And after Manhattan Theater Club announced the official dates for Yaya's African hair braiding earlier this week, they have now announced the entire cast. The show, as we talked about earlier in the week, will begin performances at the Samuel J. Friedman Theater on September 12th. What's interesting is is tickets are not yet on sale. They can probably they probably are for members, but I'm not 100 percent sure when this show is officially scheduled to close, but it does start performances on September 12th. And the Freedman has another show, Prayer for the French Republic, coming in on December 19th. So I would imagine if you're looking at it, that two months at, at most, uh, maybe a little more than two months, depending on what the set looks like for any strike. French Republic, at least off-Broadway, had a fairly sizable set. So I don't think we'll have much more than two months, maybe nine weeks of Yaya's African hair braiding uh, beforehand, but they have not announced an official closing date as of now. But the cast is going to feature Brittany Adabumola, Meishi Aharanwa, Rachel Christopher, Kaylin Coleman, Somi Kakoma, Lakeisha May, Nana Mensah, Michael Oliede, Dominique Thorne, and Zinzi Williams. I don't know any of these folks. Grace, the only one I know is Dominique Thorne, who plays Riri Williams in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, originally made her debut uh, in Black Panther Wakanda Forever. She will play the character known as Ironheart at some point as well. So I don't know any of these folks, but very exciting. Jocelyn Bio is the playwright and Whitney White is the director. So both of these people are two of the absolute best at what they do. So this should be a very exciting show for however long it runs from Manhattan Theater Club. 
Moving on to another Broadway casting announcement we got yesterday. It's happening over in Cobb County, not Cobb County in Georgia, we don't think, because that has two Bs. This one has just one. But Shucked is going to welcome in a new leading lady as Isabel McCullough will take over for Caroline Inner Bickler. Caroline will depart the show on Sunday, September 3rd. Izzy will take over on September 8th, which is that following Friday. Caroline, in a statement, said, I have some exciting things cooking that I can't share just yet, but all will be revealed in good time. Uh, whatever it is that Caroline is leaving the show for, I wish her congratulations. I've said, I, I told you, I texted you, I think, Grace, after I saw the show and said, I thought she was robbed of a Tony nomination. I thought she was fantastic in the show. I also am a devout Izzy McCullough fan, so I think, I mean, I was already wanting to go back, but I think I'm going to have to go back and see her in this now, too. But Shucked is a great show. Love it, getting a new star. If Caroline has to leave, bringing in somebody like Izzy seems like a, a really, really good fit, Grace. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Um, it was very interesting. I saw, obviously, tons of actors um, submitting <laughs> for this role. I'm sure. Um, the last, like, two, three weeks online. That's not, like, insider. That's just, like, I saw people asking, like, does anyone have, uh, you know, a, a slime tutorial? Or does anyone have, you know, um, this or that online? And so I thought, mm, that must be happening right now. Um, so obviously, like, I love Caroline Interbickler dearly. And I think that she is one of the most uh, astounding performers, like, truly, I, I want the world for her. And I want her to be in every single thing. Um, but obviously, you know, good things must come to an end. And I know that Izzy is also going to be fantastic in this role. So can't wait to see um, Caroline send off. Um, you'll have to make your way back to see her in Shucked before September 3rd. But just as well, um, Izzy's first performance is obviously going to be a hoot and a half. So can't wait for that. Look at her booked and blessed. I know, seriously, like, Izzy has, since the prom, I feel like Izzy has pretty much worked nonstop between all the shows she's done, both in New York and out of town, but also like the, the Disney Princess tour. Like she has been very, very busy and I'm very happy and for her. And as Jasmine in Aladdin, you know, um, we forget that like she did that tour, right, as well. So was that after the prom? I think it was about the same time period. Um, just okay. I think like having worked with Casey Nicklaw for that time, it might've been oh, yeah. a little bit of an overlap. But um, what's interesting is I remember when she first came into the prom ensemble to like help cover that, that role. And I thought like, oh my gosh, like what an amazing talent, like so cool. Um, and then just to watch her absolute like principal stardom happen after that as a ripple. Um, hey, listen, go blue. Um, no, but yeah, no. so <laughs> that's them. Uh, no. But yeah, really exciting stuff. I love Izzy. Yeah. And she, Played Jasmine in the never probably to be seen stage capture of Aladdin that they did in London. That's probably never going to be seen, although they did fly her over there to do it with, uh, I believe, Michael James Scott did it as well. Uh, so she's definitely been been working quite a bit since the days of the prom. All right, let's go off Broadway. And this is something that is very exciting. This is a show that I will be seeing when I'm in town in a couple of weeks. But yesterday, the incredibly intimate production of Uncle Vanya that ran for just a handful of performances in July has announced an encore run. The vast majority of the all-star cast will be returning for just 16 performances in a private loft. It is led by the great David Cromer, who will be playing the title character. Also returning to the production are Will Brill, Julia Chan, Will Dagger, Tony nominee Marin Ireland, Anne McDonough, and Virginia Wing. The one person that we know for sure is not returning to the show is Bill Irwin, the two-time Tony winner. He had some scheduling conflicts on the DL. I heard he had to go teach people how to 
mime in uh, in Maine for the for the month of, of August. No! I yeah. want to mime with Bill. I know. Like, that's when you're a two time Tony winner, you go from doing Uncle Vanya to teaching people how to be a mime, or maybe it was just clown in general, but like he can do either one. Bill Irwin is an absolute delight. So, but nonetheless, 16 performances, August 8th through the 25th. Tickets go on sale today, July 28th at 10 a.m. Uh, I'm very excited about that one. I've never seen a production of Uncle Vanya. And even though I don't love like, audience participation things this is not that it is just very intimate you're just in a very small room with like i think 40 people at most so very excited about this one uh coming up here in a couple weeks grace i think this might be the thing you were referencing earlier when you talked about like stars doing off-broadway stuff but theater for a new audience announced this 2023 2024 season and it has a ton of really exciting things and a couple fairly big stars. Although this star has done shows at Tafana before. So th- I don't think this is necessarily a, uh, a strike thing, but he is returning, but we will get to that here in a second. The season will start in what's being called a hybrid performance and lecture written, directed and performed by Annie Dorson. The show is called Prometheus Firebringer. I will let you read a little bit more about that in the show notes. It will run September 15th through October 1st, and it is an off-Broadway premiere. The next show is the one with a couple of stars, and it is a production of Samuel Beckett's Waiting for Godot or Godot, however you want to say it. And it features Michael Shannon and Paul Sparks. Paul Sparks currently on Broadway in The Grey House. Michael Shannon has done shows with Tafana before in the past. Aaron Arbus will direct. And the show is currently scheduled to run November 4th through December 3rd. I would not be surprised if that ends up getting extended as well. Then a whole bunch of theater companies are coming together to work on this. Not only will Tafana be involved, but they will work with the Woolly Mammoth Theater Company to present Soho Rep and the NAATCO National Partnership Project's Public Obscenities, written and directed by Shayak Misha Chaudhry from January 17th through February 18th. And then the final show in the season will be done in production with a a Royal Lyceum Theater. It is written and directed by Zenny Harris. It is called Macbeth and Undoing. It'll run April 5th through April 28th. And this takes a look uh, a little more closely at Lady Macbeth. So uh, a great season from Theater for a New Audience. They do incredible work on, around, and about Shakespeare and classical theater and some of uh, the the 20th century's great playwrights. So always excited to see stuff there. And uh, this sounds like a whole lot of fun. All right. And the final off-Broadway thing, we'll stick with the uh, the Shakespeare connection here because the great Tony nominee Patrick Page will be returning to the New York stage. It will not be in a Shakespearean show, but instead it will be in, in a show that he created and performs a one-person show called All the Devils Are Here, How Shakespeare Invented the Villain. In the show, Patrick will dive into kind of the darker side of, of Shakespeare's characters, his own personal humanity, kind of look at the heart and the venom of Shakespeare's greatest villains. Anytime you can hear Patrick Page saying words on stage, Grace, I feel like that is something you have to do. The show will run for 14 weeks at the DR2 Theater, the Daryl Roth 2 Theater, beginning on September 29th. But uh, Patrick has always been one of those guys, Grace, who like kind of vacillates between musical theater stuff 
and Shakespeare. And like, he's kind of like making his best life kind of going back and forth between those things and, and getting a taste of both worlds. And, uh, very, very excited about this. I talked to him earlier this spring, I think about King Lear that he did down in DC. So getting him another opportunity to dive back into the, the world of Shakespeare seems like a perfect opportunity for him. All right, and let's wrap up with a couple feel-good recommendations. The first one, Grace, you and I were there, uh, not necessarily together, but we were both there back in May at the Broadway World 20th Anniversary Concert at Sony Hall. They have released about four minutes of highlights. So many incredible stars performed. Shoshana Bean, Liz Calloway, Mario Cantone, Jen Colella, Miles Frost, Debbie Gibson, uh, Olivia Hardy, Brittany Johnson, Donna McKechnie, Orfe. Chris Sieber, Paolo Zott, Elizabeth Teeter, Jessica Vosk, and many, many more. Check out those highlights. That was a really fun, although very long evening, um, a very, very long concert. And then the final one that I want to recommend is a video from Casey Levy, who is getting ready to do a production of Next to Normal at the Donmar Warehouse over in London. They have a little like music video of her in a studio doing I Miss the Mountains. It's a slightly rearranged I Miss the Mountains. It has a different sound. Like Casey does her own little thing with it, which is nice to hear. If you're going to do a, a a show like this where it has a lot of like very, very familiar songs, Grace, I always like to see artists, especially those who are as talented as Casey, uh, change things up a little bit, put their own spins on the songs. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, we've all been excited to see Casey Levy do this next to normal. So the fact that they've released a video for like to, to get everyone really excited is, is awesome. Grace, I'll put you on the spot here real quick. Anything else going on in New York City that we might not know about that people need to put on their calendars and and keep an eye out for? Sure. Um, so I actually had the amazing pleasure last week to uh, see Scott Siegel's ongoing, I think it's like a hundred and something scheduled performances of the Frank Sinatra series and his Broadway's best mm-hmm. series at 54 below. It was so phenomenal. There's a reason that he has been doing this so long um, as a producer and a host. Um, his 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 programming and like the stars that he gets are just fantastic. I can't recommend it enough, truly. Um, I had a really lovely night. It was, it was really comforting to see just some people people on a Saturday night living their best life, like with their date nights or what have you at 54 below for like, just like Frank Sinatra, was I biased because my partner was singing? Yes. But was, were they also singing a song? That's my favorite song from when Harry met Sally. Also, yes. Uh-huh. But Scott does these shows once a month. It's like an ongoing bit of 54 below programming. So if you're just looking for another thing to do, like I highly recommend it. It's a really well put together show, which is not often anymore. I feel like there's a lot. I've seen a lot of like haphazardly produced quote unquote shows um, throughout the city. And I always want to make a a great recommendation if I can. And this one was definitely one of them. And we'll, we'll have another show before this happens, but don't forget sweet meat comedy show hosted by Grace Aki at Joe's pub on Monday, July 31st. Uh, Get your tickets to be there. As you've talked about before, Grace, lots of different kinds of funny people and doing funny things for a very, very reasonable price on a Monday night. Oh, yeah. It's going to be so much fun. Like, please join me um, if you are in New York City. If you are not in New York City, please be following my social channels at It's Grace Aki um, to see another way you might be able to see the show as well. Hint, hint, nod, nod. All right, everybody, that is all that we have for today. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. And you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Threads, Blue Sky, maybe something else. I don't know. But you can follow me at all of those places at BWW Matt. Grace, you just said your socials. Anything else you need to tell people? Have a good week. Be nice to each other. 
Yeah, that's always good advice. All right, everybody, have a wonderful Friday, a wonderful weekend, and we'll be back to talk to you on Monday. <laughs>